Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses. I'm Matt from 10 Daily. And I'm Talia from Punky. And we got down to the final four. We did hometown visits this week and um, no one really came out unscathed, did they? No, I'm kind of feeling bad for Angie at this point because I think I would just maybe not return from hometowns. Yeah, I don't think I want to meet anyone's family after seeing that. No. (laughs) Tell your parents. Devastating for them. (laughs) And if you haven't seen this week's episodes, pause this uh, and go ahead and catch up on 10 Play or make sure to tune in Wednesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 on 10. Okay, unpause this. Tiles, should we get right into episode 9? Yes, so there was one last group date, Mm. um, which was a dance kind of challenge. I got really excited when the boys got excited about uh, a rack of clothing in the Bachelor Mansion filled with old men's clothing because I had flashbacks to Richie season. Yeah. Sorry, Sam Frost season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Going back even further. Sam Sam and Richie's, like, infamous old people date. That was so good. That was, was such a good date. I was ready for that. I was ready for the whole makeup sitch. Like, yeah. But I think they just kind of stuck on grey eyebrows. And Chuck some talc in the beard and they were Ryan off. didn't really do anything. No, Colin looked even better as an old man. He did. That was I, annoying. I I look older. <laughs> that was really depressing. So they did a um, mambo lesson. They did. So they were partnered up with um, some beautiful ladies who mm-hmm. helped them out with the dance. Um, Ryan had some real chemistry with his woman. This was crazy. Every time that uh, Ryan and his partner were dancing, it would always cut to somebody and they were like, there's so much sensual energy between Ryan. And I, I like, I lost my mind every time they would say this. It was a lot. Yeah, they kept talking about this sexual chemistry between them. I was like, this is a bit gross. And uh, and we, it was really it was weird. weird. And they're like, Angie's getting jealous. And it's like, it would just cut to them. And they hugged for a really long time silently. Mm. It was uncomfortable. I mean, I guess maybe... That's just the kind of connections that Ryan builds. Like old lady ones. <laughs> no, I just meant that he just has these like really intense connections with people and maybe we just don't get it True. as a viewer. Whatever he did worked for him because he won the um, last single date with Angie. Yeah, so whoever impressed Angie the most got the final single date before Hometowns. And I think a few of the guys were kind of bummed out that it was Ryan because he's had, I think this makes his fourth single time with Angie. Yeah, plus the 12 months sliding into her DMs. <laughs> but you know what's really They've sad? They've been together a year and a half now. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's really sad that um, poor silent Alex was partnered with Angie. We didn't see any of it. Like we didn't even, I didn't even think we saw them dance and then he still didn't get the single date. I know. Just poor guy. Poor Alex. Um, but so Angie took Ryan down to a dungeon, I'm going to call it, um, to meet with a love expert. Mm. And they blindfolded each other as the love expert just sat there and watched and they did a few sensual activities. Did we, how uncomfortable were you on a scale of very too extremely? Extremely. Yeah. Extremely. When Ryan got the raspberries and he started kissing Angie and feeding them back to her, I was like, why do they keep doing this? It's like a, how a mum bird feeds yes, a baby bird. Is, where you is. just like chew up food and vomit it into their mouth. I, it's so gross. And then they're like... But also it's a... Uh, and she's like, we need a safe word. And I was like, yeah, it's help. <laughs> Get me out of here. I need a safe word so I, did, I can turn off this show when this stuff is happening. I loved the intimacy expert who spent this entire day just quietly watching the pair of them get really hot and heavy. And her expression never changed. Like, she looked like me every time I see an engagement post on Instagram or someone's having a baby or all my friends are settling down and I'm just sitting there with this, like, blank smile. Yeah, she was. She also looked almost proud at some stage and I was like, that's, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on from this date because I'm uncomfortable talking I'm happy about to. it. 
Uh, and then we went into the cocktail party. And I think the reason why we're just rushing through this is because the cocktail party was where all the action happened. It was. Yeah. Osha came with a mystery honesty box. And the boys had to, they could write any question to address to each other with it all being anonymous. So it was kind of like a tea spilling session, mm. I guess you could call it. And the questions that we saw were interesting because <laughs> they sort of, it, I, it felt like they were kind of setting each other up. Yeah, I think it was a good chance to stitch each other up a little bit. Um, Carlin got the first question and it was asking him if he had any cosmetic work done. This was insane because, first of all, like, go get whatever work done you want. I think I need Botox so badly. Oh, same. But he he revealed that he had his lips done. Like you, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, thanks. He revealed he had his lips done and I was like... Where? Where? Show us. Yeah. But then I couldn't tell. Did he just mean he... So he said he was feeling really self-conscious after his separation Mm. and he got it done. And he did separate from his wife 18 months ago. So I was like, did you already do it or did you actually do it before the show and we're all just like staring at your lips now because we can't... I don't know. I don't know how long that stuff lasts for anyway, but... It's just that as soon as he said it, when he smiled, his top lip disappeared and I was like... (laughs) Get your money back. Well, that's what Jackson said. Yeah, exactly. So the big question of the night obviously was when uh, Angie asked the boys if any of them had applied for The Bachelorette before. Yes. Um, Jackson said he had. Yeah. For Georgia Love season, which is hilarious because Jackson's about 25. So. Well, he's 25 now. He's so 25 when, now. Yeah, exactly. So, so he would have been, been like. three for Georgia season. She had a lot of like capital M men on her season. Yeah, exactly. He, he would have been like, like, I feel like his red carpet arrival for that season would have just been in like a. A, a pram yeah <laughs> he would be in the fast forward one just like the pram shooting off yeah. into the distance. Yeah. but the real bombshell was when ryan admitted he had applied for a previous season mm. um and this kind of contradicts everything he's told angie up until now because he's always said he wouldn't do this show if it wasn't for her he was so explicit though in the fact that he was like i would not be here for anyone else but angie i would never do this show unless it was for angie numerous times he said it and it's like, why would you be that specific and also repeat that knowing full well that the production knows that you auditioned for a previous season? Yeah, it's wild. And I don't think he even realised how annoyed Angie was as he was relaying the story back. I don't know if she realised how annoyed she was. Yeah. I think, yeah, it felt like it was brewing because it, 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 I think she kind of played it off really well. And then I think it really, it was something that she really stewed on heading into hometowns. It was also interesting because... This is what I, going into hometowns as well, he said at the dinner table that, you know, Ali seems like a cool chick, blah, blah, blah. And then moving on to hometowns, Angie confronted him about what he said. And he said he was approached to audition and he didn't know who The Bachelorette was going to be. Mm. And I was like, something's not fully adding up here. Unless he's just saving face and being like, oh, you know, watching back, Ali seemed like a cool chick. Yeah, oh, that's how I interpreted it. That's but I was like, I looked at it like he knew. Right. Because I think she was announced pretty early, similar she to was. Angie. It was so straight it's... after Bachelor in Paradise she was announced. Yeah. Because her and Grant kind of had that happy ending and then they broke up and that was very conscious stop it because <laughs> that was very controversial yeah um and she was i'm pretty sure bachelor in paradise finished and, and she and was announced after, straight away yeah because it would have been really hard to be approached for that show without knowing who was the bachelorette for that season yeah i think so similar to angie's season where she was announced pretty early 
So I'm sus on Ryan. Well, that's interesting because for the whole season, since he's arrived, a lot of the other Bachelors have been really sus yeah. on him as well. And even um, when he was on his solo date with Angie in episode nine, Carlin said he would have a lot of questions for Angie if Ryan was to come back safe or mm. with a rose or get through to the hometowns or whatever. And I found that interesting as well because he's like now the long list of many guys who have questioned Ryan's intentions. Pretty much every guy has has kind of come out and said that there's something a bit sus about Ryan, even still. like, uh, So I spoke to Alex. He does speak. Oh, good on him. I know. He's actually amazing. And he told me that he was the one that put the uh, question in about the audition. So did he know? I think he got it. I think he was sort of led to maybe asking that. Mm. Like somebody might have politely suggested. But Good on him. He took a lot of joy in revealing that it was him. Oh, that's great. But he also, he and Matt as well, I spoke to, they both sort of said that they just didn't really get Ryan. There's something that just never really clicked with them. Yeah, originally it seemed like he just wasn't following the bro code, but mm. I think there was something else. There was mention. Someone said in one of the episodes he just doesn't answer questions or he just skirts around things and he yeah, doesn't. And you're really hung up on the um, sticking to the storyline from when the when Angie's dad was speaking to the boys. Yes. I yeah. know. I don't I know. I know. You bring it up a lot. <laughs> I don't trust Ryan. <laughs> I do. I I don't know. The, the closer we get to the end, I'm team Ryan. I'm just sus on him because in his hometown too, as soon as he got to his brother's, one that looks freakishly like him, I was like, holy moly. Thank you. I truly thought they were the same person until they they panned. And I was like, ooh, is that a mirror? (laughs) (laughs) True. When he was like, I'm the older brother. I was like, that's Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) We're skipping ahead. Um, But he pretty much cornered his brother straight away to tell them what happened and I saw that as a guilty conscience then. Okay, well, we're getting into hometown. So before Mm. we do... uh, Ultimately, Ryan, after revealing this big truth, was safe, you know. Yeah, he got the first rose too. Uh, And we unfortunately said goodbye to Matt and Alex, which I don't think was a surprise. I was shocked. I the, the one thing that I'm shocked about is I think this is the furthest any Bachelor has ever gone saying so little for Alex. I know. And and good on him. It was pretty amazing, actually. Like, I think he should be the first I kind of wish he won. Just like, <laughs> would know nothing about him. Yeah. Just Angie and Alex's love story. And everyone would be like, what happened? Uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> Is this his first day? Anyway, while we are chatting about Ryan, let's talk about his hometown. Let's do it. So you've already touched on the fact that he yes. really approached his brothers quickly. My thing with this is the way that he framed it was like, Angie found out that I auditioned for another season and it's really stressed me out. And then mm. the whole conversation stopped becoming about the the way that he had framed his appearance on this show and the kind of lies that he had told and became more about how it had hurt Ryan that he had kind of been called out. I hated it. Like, I just, I think he was in damage control. Mm. And then the whole dinner wasn't about Angie and Ryan's story. It was just like his brothers backing him up being like, he's a genuine guy. Yes. And I was just like, I know I'm off him. It's kind of like, do you see how upset he is about this? And she was like, yeah, I can. And they were like, so do you feel better? And she was like, like, yeah, I guess. Do you think you can give Ryan another chance? And it's like, well, Mm. do you think Ryan can maybe not lie? He loves second chances. That's why he applied (laughs) twice. (laughs) Those DM slides aren't working oh, for him man. out in the real world. Did you learn anything about Ryan from this hometown? Or 
I think it just cemented that I find him a bit shady. Interesting. I just think in a show where everyone's intentions are questioned, mm. especially a show like this, everyone's like sus about people going in to raise their profile. I think he's slipped under the radar a bit and he's not being as questioned as much as he should be as we'll question someone else as we keep talking about hometowns. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. And yeah. here's my opinion about this whole Ryan scenario is that I think it's fine. If he is sort of seeking a bit of a profile and he also thinks that he can get that with Angie, I feel like the two of them are kind of perfect for each other because I don't think he's a leading man. I no. think he's the perfect companion. And I think that's something that she needs. It's kind of like in every relationship, there's a garden and a gardener. And I think he's, <laughs> I think he's a star garden and she's the gardener what are you in your relationships i'm a garbage truck driving past the gardens cute i'm a weed um <laughs> let's move on to the next hometown visit which was tim's chaotic energy and his family yeah and for, for all these guys whose intentions were questioning i've never questioned tim's intentions no actually he seems completely genuine because i don't think he has the ability to be duplicitous. I, think I don't just, think he does at all. No. I think he would shoot himself in the foot if he even tried. Like, he would slip up. Yeah. I was really expecting Tim to bring Angie home and to introduce her to a family of animated mice that had, like, adopted him as a child. <laughs> because, like, when you think of Tim, you just think of, like, bright circus colours. But his family were so down-to-earth and normal. I want to talk about Tim's best friend, Jackson. Yeah, because Angie didn't just meet his parents and brother. She also met his best friend Jackson and Jackson's mum. And Tim has Jackson's mum's name tattooed on his butt. I have your mum's name tattooed on my butt. It was a coincidence. It was a coincidence. Oh, right, right. Sorry. (laughs) You misspelt Talia. (laughs) get it. Jackson was quite possessive over Tim. Yeah, this was really interesting. I don't think we've ever seen this before. The closest parallel and, you know, one of the best hometown visits we've ever seen is Dog Park Amy, of course. I know. I was just thinking that. But... I don't think we've ever seen something where a friend has been like, I'm going to sabotage this. I do not want her to pick Tim because he's my bestie and I don't want to lose him to a relationship. That's kind of what I read into it. That's what I did too. So it sounds like Tim's living in a house with Jackson and two other guys. um, And they've a bit of a party boy house. Mm. And Jackson kind of pulled Angie aside and was like, you know, he's a party boy. Like, and he pretty much did everything in his power in that moment to convince her that Tim wasn't ready to settle down. Yeah, I liked it when she said, um, I don't mind if somebody goes out and parties, but like not every weekend. And he was like, newsflash, that's just what happens. <laughs> I think Jackson's not ready to give up his party life, but he needs Tim as his sidekick. He needs his wingman, yeah. Yeah, and he's not he's scared of losing his friend to a relationship. It was interesting. I wish we had seen some kind of fallout because Tim was pretty mad about getting thrown under the bus by his best friend. Yeah, which is, again, wild, like... Your best friend should have your back in these situations, not be like, oh, well, I want him out doing tequila shots with me till 3 a.m. every Saturday or whatever. God, that makes me tired just hearing that. I know, we're so old. I know. Um, But Tim, so Angie kind of talked to Tim about it later and she said she believed him, like she's going to take his words over Jackson's. Um, And he kind of explained it well. He just said, you know, when you're single, you're living with your friends. Of course you go out and of course you party, but things can change when you end up in a relationship as they do. Like going out doesn't have that same appeal. Um, So I think he explained himself pretty well. Mm. What do you think was crazier? Um, Jackson throwing Tim under the bus or Jackson revealing that he got Tim's mum's name tattooed on his butt? Oh, honestly, sometimes I just look at Australian men and I just think, why? Like, why? (laughs) 
<laughs> like, and they just find it so funny. Like now they both just have their mum's names tattooed on their butts and like that's the most hilarious thing to them. That is their humour level. It is pretty funny, hey? <laughs> <laughs> this show has really just given us like a whole season of really bad tattoos. Yeah. And I say that as someone with really bad tattoos as well. Hi there, I'm Sandra Sully. At 10 Daily, we pride ourselves on delivering great stories about the things that matter. From the biggest news of the day, right through to what's clicking, what's hot, what's happening now. We have it all covered. 10daily.com.au Uh, heading into the next hometown was Jackson. And I have to be honest, I forgot Jackson was still in this race. I know. And it was second Jackson of the episode too. I, I know. Uh, but I've also been watching a lot of um, the HBO series Succession. So for me, this date was uh, amazing because that show is all about like uh, <laughs> a family empire and the kind of like politics of, <laughs> of like, you know, moving into these things. And then Jackson's dad is so business focused it because he has was this wild this pie empire look i don't know what you learned from this hometown but i learned that uh jackson's family has a business I and just it. in case i forgot five seconds later i remembered they had a business because they told us i and you first know, family to ever run a business it's amazing <laughs> and angie did make the joke and it is very good but they do have an empire <laughs> to run um, i think she just kept him around for hometown so she could just say that make that joke yeah. and honestly it was worth it truly but this was an interesting hometown because, once again, Angie was kind of put in the hot seat where her intentions were questioned. I just think it's so wild. Like, she's the one being questioned in these hometowns about her intentions. And it's like, sorry, all your sons signed up to be on this show or, like, in some way or another. Like, why is no one questioning their children? Stop. Like, I don't know. I just It got me a bit offside. I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that it, it, it was very clear that Jackson's dad didn't really understand the kind of career that Angie has carved out for herself, no. which is not an easy career to, to forge. And the work that she does uh, in entertainment, um, he, he clearly didn't understand that. And he kind of just sort of sees, you know, business as a job and he knows exactly where he wants Jackson to be. And he's kind of laid out, laid out that pathway for him. So this whole bachelorette experience hadn't been factored into that. Therefore, he was kind of offside. Yeah, and I don't think he maybe even realised how insulting he was coming across when he's like, you know, Jackson needs someone that ha shares his values. He needs mm. someone hardworking. And it's like, hold up a second. Yeah, what you think is hardworking may not necessarily, you know, like you and I work very hard, but a lot of what we do is watch and write about TV. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard work, Mum. But we're tired. Yeah. But, yeah, Jackson even raised that with Angie when they before she met the family. He was like, oh, my dad's concerned about people like freeloading off us and I just just like sit down for a second like I get it you make pies good on you you make money that's great but like I don't think anyone in the history of the earth would ever say oh there's a Galo's pie man <laughs> time to get some cash dollar maybe I'll date his son like what are you talking about that's true I would never say anything like that but I would say I would date him for free pies yeah totally and yeah. that's so fair and also they make super good sausage rolls Interesting. Apparently. I say, like, where do you even buy these from? I've never seen them. There's a fridge at the Coles that I live near for everyone listening. Um, Where's that? What's your postal address? <laughs> Jackson also really struggled to voice his feelings at the end of this day. It was really hard to watch. Like he just talked in circles. 
he just <laughs> dropped, yeah, he dropped words and it made no sense. And he's like, you know, like the quantifying something or other. And it's like, what I'm are really, you talking I'm about? I'm having maths? trouble mentalizing. Like, and it was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, there's always one at hometowns who struggles to mentalize and quantify their feelings. There is. I think that would be me if I was ever on the show. People would be like, talk about your feelings. And I'd be like, what? feelings mm. and then you talk about your feelings and they'd be like no not about my chemical romance we meant about the bachelor <laughs> true <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy but stick with me mm-hmm. i am of the opinion that out of this season jackson would be the best bachelor for next year interesting i just don't know if he can have a day off from the pie company he said three months off i know but like his dad was like you don't take days off in the family business. And it's like, oh, okay, but will he for Bachelor in Paradise? Like, but you're going to lose know. your see, best person. See, again? I don't think he would go well in Paradise because I think he's. Oh, I reckon he would. No. I mean, he's like gorgeous. He's got a good personality. He's young enough that, like, uh, the age is perfect for sort of Bachelor. I don't know. I think he's too young for Bachelor. He'd be probably 27 next year, right? 26 or 27 but if you look at the bachelors i don't think we've had anyone under 30 for men i know and, and you that have to remember is is good men are, are immature yeah and idiots i know i reckon we'll see him in paradise i'm oh, i think, I think like but like think about it he's like that footy kind of guy Jackson, he likes his shirt instead. off like he's yeah, yeah but he'll have his beach montages he'll have his running across the beach looking thoughtfully at the beach the whole storyline will be like i just want to find a girl that will stand by my side as i sell pies as my as my pie queen yeah and, uh, i mean i guess yeah i would apply yeah sure yeah you would a pie thank you <laughs> let's move on all right so the final hometown oh my god of the week i'm not emotionally prepared to talk about this holy entire experience holy carlin what happened? This goes from bad to even badder. Yeah, truly. So he took Angie for their alone time. He basically took her to her F45 class, which is he's a personal trainer. That's what he does. They worked out. I oh, love he worked F45. Out while she yeah, I love F45, but she did not work out. She sat on a sled. He pulled her and then she said, that was fun. I just think it's something so weird about, and this is what Jackson did too. You finally are bringing this girl to your hometown. And then you just take her to your workplace. Like if I was dating a guy, I'm like, come into the junkie office and watch me type for 12 hours. Like, is this fun for you? <laughs> Can you get me a snack? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a third coffee. Like quick, these recaps don't write themselves. I think the difference between Jackson and Carlin's was that Carlin was sort of introducing her to the world of fitness, which has apparently been very important to him uh, in his life because mm. he did talk about being bullied as a child and therefore he kind of like found fitness as a refuge also like who wasn't carlin i don't care about your sob story about being beautiful <laughs> and bullied some of us are ugly and bullied <laughs> let me live um, <laughs> um but would you go on a workout date no do you know what this is a true story the other week um so i go to a gym and a guy there he and i started messaging each other oh. without speaking i know sorry just how like does Ryan. this happen i feel like this doesn't but 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 every time we've been at the gym together we've never even looked at each other but when we were messaging he said hey i'm going to a hot yoga class do you want to come with me Ew. and i said no because i <laughs> did not i said to him, i was like i was like you're a very attractive man i don't want to do yoga in front of you i don't want to do hot yoga in no. front of you because i'll sweat so I, I i think this is a stupid idea but I would do it if I got to be in Angie's place where I do nothing and watch an attractive man work out. Fair. 
That's that, what I call going to the gym. That to me is a good day. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm signed up. <laughs> it's it to me it's a good day to fitness first. It's why I'm not allowed back at three of their locations. <laughs> I'm on the treadmill. They're like, ma'am, are you gonna start walking or are you just watching? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop grunting, ma'am. You're putting everybody off their workout. Going into the family time, this all seemed like it was going really well up until Carlin's brother took Angie away and she said, oh, it's so funny because a few of the guys have insinuated that Carlin is just doing this to build up his acting and modeling career. And his brother said, yep. that sounds right. <laughs> it was, and she was like, what? And it, he was like, he was like, hang on, let me get a second shovel to just like dig this grave. I know. And he's, what was his name? Jardy. Jardy? Jardy? Jarby? Jarby. I think. I looked at my notes again. It's Javi. Okay. I just made up a name. Yeah, I don't think Javi realized how much he just threw Carlin under the bus in that moment because he was so chill. Such he was a huge like, smile on his face. I know, and he seemed so sweet. And he's just like, yeah, Carlin's been working on his acting and just like sitting there with his little... He was like, yeah, I, I do think that's why he came into this. And oh, maybe, maybe a relationship has been an added bonus to this whole experience. <laughs> but yep, it does sound like the reason why he did this was for his acting. Angie was obviously shook and I guess it's easy to not believe Jamie when he was dropping those claims in all his kind of jealous moments. Mm. Um, but then you've got Carlin's brother sitting across from you just being like, yeah, totally normal. This is what he was doing. Completely removed from all that cocktail party drama. He, he, he basically backed Jamie up with everything that he was saying. Yeah. When Angie confronted him, they both got very emotional. Yes. And this is actually makes me think, when Angie was going into the Carlin date, she probably said more about missing him than she did for the other guys, which mm. I thought was interesting. Um, she mentioned that she'd missed him a lot. She was excited to see him. And I don't think she expressed those same kind of emotions for the other three as much. So when they got really, really upset, when they had this kind of confrontation, I think it proved how much Angie really, really does care for Carlin. Mm. And it also must be tough to keep having this conversation, I guess, for both of them, because we're both coming from it, accepting what Jamie and now what the brother has said. Mm. I think you and I are both on the same page that we now kind of second guess Carlin's intentions. But we don't know the truth, obviously. So maybe he is telling the truth. So it must be really difficult for him to be having this conversation repeatedly where he can't really prove his intentions. No. Meanwhile, for Angie, it must be incredibly frustrating because she's like, why do I keep having to have this conversation? Why can't I get a straight answer? I think the problem is with Carlin and with Ryan is that they should have just been upfront from the start. Mm. They know what kind of show it is. They know the doubt it can be that can be put in someone's mind if they're caught out on something later on. So Carlin maybe should have mentioned from the start, yeah, I do some acting. I've been working on it before the show. But he said to Angie at Hometowns, he's like, it's not my focus. Or he made it sound like it was he's kind of gone down that road. It hasn't really worked for him as much as maybe he would have liked. Yeah. And it's not his long-term goal. But, like, say that at the very start. I just think it's so interesting as well, like, how with Jamie and what Jamie was saying at that cocktail party, he was framing it so much around the whole Bachelor 2020. Yeah, true. But he touched on but didn't really go into this whole, like, he's just here for his acting career. Yeah. The thing that did make me mad with Carlin, though, was when he was like, well, look, Angie, I could question you. You've got two shows under your belt. Like, yeah. I believe, and I get the point he was trying to make. He's like, I'm taking everything you say, like, at face value kind of thing. But it's like, 
mm, don't throw this back around on her because you got caught out in a lie of sorts. Yeah, I don't actually, I disagree. I don't think it was a good point. I think that was really shitty. Like, he, yeah, I think so. To, to kind of say that she's just in this for a bigger profile, it's like she doesn't need it. She's not acting. She's gone on these shows as herself. Yeah. Um, you know, she's not going on Gogglebox to launch her acting career. The only other thing that I will say is that every time that Carlin is confronted like this, he always jumps to extremes. So if you remember it's back at that dramatic. cocktail party, yeah. well, <laughs> night is calling. Acting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you remember the cocktail party and he was, you know, shaking his rose and he was saying, you can take this off me. That's where you see the actor in Carlin come out, I think. And then at the hometowns, he was saying, send me home if you don't believe that oh, I'm being genuine. Up. Like- it's, it's really interesting. He kind of jumps to these conclusions and, and Angie sort of backs off when he does. Mm. It's interesting. I mean, it's very easy to sit back and judge people's behaviour. It, <laughs> it is so easy. Moment. It's really easy. Yeah. I'm interested, before we get into handing out our roses of the week, I'm interested to know where you think this season is heading. Do you know what? It's really interesting because I think this is the first season in a really long time I haven't pretty much been 99% sure of where it's going. Like every other season, and it comes, as you would know, after years and years of kind of analyzing and watching the show this is a one that's got me stumped i think this season i completely agree with you i think this season has been really interesting because what we saw in the last couple of seasons where we've sort of subverted the kind of character tropes that we're used to mm. this season has done that so extremely that it's so unpredictable so people like kieran that we were expecting to be kind of dickheads the whole time have emerged as like these amazing characters that we love i have a theory but i'm curious to hear yours well, I think the front runner was knocked out last week. So if Kieran hadn't gone home, I think I would be sitting here very much like, yep, he's the whole package for Angie. So I'm, there's something about Carlin and not from like the very start of this podcast where we're like, oh, he's so hot. But just in the way she reacts to him, she does get very emotional when she gave him the rose. You, her hands were shaking. You could see it like, mm. and it was kind of that make or break moment for them, I think. And I think her giving him a rose to take him through to the top three is like, okay, let's rebuild this trust kind of sign. Right. So I think he will take it out. I think he'll win. Interesting. Mm, what's your theory? I think it's Ryan. Ugh. I think it's Ryan. I think that I think that they have a really strong connection. I think they've said that from the start. She always talks up how much she enjoys being around him, how much they get along. I feel like I feel like they make the most sense. I think if Carlin's intentions are still being questioned this late in the game, it'll be hard to kind of buy that story afterwards. And I mm. think, uh, you know, I think it'll be really, a, I think it'll be difficult. And also because I think they'll both want that star. Whereas yeah, Ryan, I think, is the perfect compliment to somebody like Angie. Yeah, he will happily go on the red carpets and whatever, but he doesn't need to be the... Yeah. Main point of attention. He'll, he'll take the SponCon photos for her oh, and then also 100%. he'll be in one, Yeah. Know? Okay, Ryan, interesting. That's my theory. Well, I think we've got the top two pegged. Uh, do you know what? I completely agree. But I I also can't wait to see Tim in Paradise. That's my next prediction. Oh, yeah. Tim would just go on the Amazing Race by accident and then <laughs> <laughs> confuse it for Paradise and just start dating everyone. I think maybe we could get Tim on Gogglebox as well. I would love that. But he, would, like, he wouldn't even be looking at a TV. No, he'll be like <laughs> <laughs> one lounge to another. Like each scene it changes. He's like doing a handstand <laughs> and it's like, Tim, what are you doing? <laughs> I love him. Okay, who would you be giving your rose to? 
for this week, I'm giving my rose to Alex. I, I bagged him out this whole season, <laughs> uh, rightfully so, because we he was a stranger. Uh, he may as well have just been part of the catering staff. But uh, after speaking to him, I love him and I hope he does do Paradise and we get to see more of him. Did he say anything else interesting in your interview? The, f- I, the, the first thing that he said to me was, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I thought they had forgotten to turn my mic on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alex. Bless. So Angie may not have given her a rose, but I will. That's How about beautiful. you for this week? I'm giving it to the vegan pie Jackson made Angie. Oh, buff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought you said buff then. And I was no. like, yes, he is buff. That looks like cardboard. No, I All think right. it was really sweet. I think like, you know, it was like that whole kind of throwback to him, you know, correcting. More his... like throw up. <laughs> I'm sorry. That thick piece eater. of pastry hard on top. I was like, yuck. <laughs> wow. Okay. Also, there was no Judge egg wash mental. on it, so I don't know what made it that color. <laughs> don't knock I it till you try so it. Much. <laughs> it truly... really upset you. <laughs> you I just think it's a really nice gesture. That it is. He... Honestly, I am all for it. like if you are celiac, if you are vegan or vegetarian, I'm all for it. But those mm, pies, Adela, are you clearly not? Those pies looked sus. They seemed fine. I even think when he revealed them, she was like, ooh. And then he was like, it's vegan and gluten-free. And she had to be like, great. I'll eat That's it. really sweet. Jackson, I'll eat your pie. Me too. <laughs> you know that. And who's your rose not going to? This week, my rose is not going to Carlin's version of F45 because I do F45 five days a week. And it's not just Do you do F45? By the way, I do do F45. Wild. Thank you so much. Thank Maybe Carlin could be... <laughs> Carly would be a new instructor. I would hate that because he's too attractive and I'd get really nervous, but um, mm. he can pull me on a sled any day. <laughs> Beautiful. Who are you not giving your rose to? I'm not giving it to Tim's best mate, Jackson. Oh, sad. Two Jacksons not getting a rose this week. Well, yeah. But like, I mean, stop sabotaging your friend's happiness. Yeah. It's immature. You tell him, girl. Yeah. Well, there's just one week left. Don't miss The Bachelorette next week, Wednesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 on 10, or you can always watch on 10 Play, and we will see you next week. See you then to discuss Angie's final decision, and then maybe we'll take a holiday. (laughs) BG. (laughs) Do you want to go to Paradise together? Yes. I'm busy. Intruders. Please, please help! What? What is it? Uh, it's... Oh, you wouldn't be able to help me anyway. Oh, of course I can help. I'd do anything to help you. It's just... My favourite Ten Speaks podcast isn't releasing another episode for three more days. For God's sakes, man! Just go and listen to some of their other amazing content. Go to the Ten Speaks page on Tenplay to see all that amazing content that guy was talking about. Ten Speaks.